we probably have some explaining <laughs> to do, don't we, Harry? I think so. Been threatening to do something like this for probably six, six years now. So, welcome to episode zero of Building. This is our podcast that is charting our journey to setting up our very own growth marketing agency. Today is Friday the 7th of July, and we probably have some explaining <laughs> to do, don't we, Harry? I think so. So, I'm Brendan, and you're my co-founder, Harry. I am. Um, so, our journey started 14 weeks ago. Um, we took the mad decision to resign um, from jobs we did actually truly enjoy. Um, myself as head of SEO and you as associate director of digital at a leading UK digital marketing agency um, to start this agency mm -hmm. because we back ourselves. It's mad. I've got a wife, kids, mortgage to pay. Um, likewise, you've got a partner and a house to pay for. And golf to fund. So yeah, really important thing. Exactly. So, and um, yeah, so we started this agency. We're in the midst of our very first week doing it. And yeah, the name of the agency is 1225. Wow, that's, a, that's amazing milestone for us because that's the first time we've ever mentioned it on any marketing or podcast. Yeah. Do you want to say it as well? I think 12.25, <laughs> it is. Like it's we've, yeah, I think we'll go into a bit of detail on, I guess, everything that we've been up to, what we've been doing, but we've not been saying the name at all, right? right. Like you mentioned it 14 weeks ago-ish, maybe a bit longer now, but just over three months ago when we resigned. And then obviously there's a natural kind of like, building up process at the, the agency we were at. So yeah. understanding what the next steps were and things like that. And then maybe what halfway into that three month period we were seeing out, we told our teams. That was, I'll be honest, quite an emotional time for me. But the question that came up repeatedly for the following six to eight weeks was, so what's the agency called? Yeah. What, what are you calling it? Nothing else, not what do your clients like like or, or what services you're gonna be offering? Just what was it called? And yeah. I think we started off telling the truth, right? Like we didn't yeah. have a, we didn't have a name for a, for a long time. We went for a lot of different options, to be fair. It's hard to name an agency, right? You, you pick yeah. a word, you think that could work. And you go, just double check, I'll type the word digital yeah, after yeah. it to see what's there. And pretty much every name was, was taken. And I think what we spoke about was the name had to mean something for, for us. Yeah. And um, we have some show notes in front of us, but Brennan, if you want to do the honors and explain where the name came from. Yeah, so um, the name, comes from the fact that 12.25, the time 12.25, 25 minutes past noon, <laughs> is the time that you text me one day, out, kind of semi out of the blue. We've been talking about this for a number of years together, but you just came, showed me a LinkedIn post from, um, I can't remember who, and then said, our time is now. If we actually are gonna go ahead and start our own agency doing what we want to do, we have to do it in the next 12 months. And that, that spurred on the conversations. Mm. I took my wife out for, for a meal. We started discussing it. And within 10, 15 minutes, we decided, yeah, let's go. Let's do it. But mm. let's do it now, sooner rather than later. So I presented you with a timeline. And you in your, your ways, you were like, oh, maybe that's too soon. Maybe let's push it back. But actually, the timeline I presented mm. you, that's the timeline we've pretty much stuck to. Yeah, I think we, we went back through it, what? Monday and we yeah. were maybe like a week or two out. I think the oh shit moment for me was, as you know, and many people who have worked with me know that like I've been threatening to do something like this for 
probably six six years now i go yeah. through spells i'm like no this is it now is the time never actually happened and then you said yes and i was like oh, oh shit like now it actually has to happen what do we do i can't really back away from this and yeah. then from there it's kind of just what three months are gone like that it, yeah it's it's sped so much and it's built up in intensity as well Right now, we're sitting in front of um, a group of cameras, um, you know, lights and all of that. It's a proper professional kind of setup. It's quite weird. George is in the background as well, <laughs> taking further pictures <laughs> of us. So we're under pressure with this podcast, more pressure than we normally put ourselves under. But it's been a fun ride. It's been it? a fun, yeah. So for context on that as well, we're sat in our office building in a room across from our office because the, the setting was, I guess, slightly, slightly nicer in terms of the backdrop and things like that. But... Yeah, to go from like a shell of an idea and a concept to the place we're at now where, like you said, we've got three, two free cameras on us. Um, we're recording a podcast in our office building. We have clients that we're actively working with. We have revenue coming in um, in three months. And we haven't even mentioned it. We haven't spoken to anybody yet, really, have we? Like nobody no. in the, not to, like it sounds egotistical, but it's not, but like, Nobody within our networks on LinkedIn or anything knows that this is the thing yet. They know obviously we resigned from our jobs, but as you said, today's the first time in any of our marketing material we've mentioned the agency name. And merch. And merch. We have some merch now. <laughs> yeah. So it's probably thank my sister for, for sorting that out. But yeah. sat here on our own merch and we haven't even spoken outwardly to the industry or to like potential clients about this yet really. So to be sat here with a good um, what's stable of clients is a yes. that you like to, to, to use in an office like and we're going to speak about this as well but like giving some serious considerations like the what's next as well it's it's a it's a really good place to be yeah absolutely it's mad um i don't know if you mentioned this earlier but we sat in this exact place 14 yeah, we weeks ago to pitch the idea fully with the business plan the financials the PLs to our partners because we wanted them on board, obviously. It's yeah. a big life decision. But we backed ourselves, but they immediately both said, yeah, let's go for it. They were excited by it, and it kind of almost validated our decisions to do this as well. So it hasn't felt like a risk. None of this has felt like a risk. Um, so yeah, I'm fully fully on board with, with kind of the journey, and I've enjoyed every step of the way. The bit that's kind of enjoyable now, apart from all the cameras and the lights <laughs> in our face currently, is we've only got one job now. Yeah. We've done 14 weeks of having basically two jobs, trying to you know work on the day yeah. job during the day and then switching, coming on to 1225 stuff and doing a whole range of stuff. Stuff that we haven't actually done before just because our previous positions didn't allow us to do. So it's been a learning curve as well. And um, let's quickly talk about the podcast as well in this journey. We're obviously recording episode zero 14 weeks down the line but we've recorded 14 other episodes hmm. so when you come to listen to this people are going to kind of yeah you're going to hear this one first and then it's going to go right back to the start of the journey episode one which i listened back to the other day in comparison to like episode 13 14 it's yeah it, need, it needs some work necessarily but we recorded it that way, you know, mm. using Zoom to record it, which you shouldn't do now that we've learned kind of yeah. bits and pieces. Um, and it's taking it through the whole process. Um, the first episode starts with us handing our notice in. C can you remember what you felt like back then? <sighs> I felt like I was 
playing someone's dog down it's probably how <laughs> i describe it like the the emotion that i felt was yeah it was really weird like out of everything that we've done like the decision to, to 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 go for it ourselves and set up an agency or to the first client pitch meetings or like this for example none of it has been as daunting as like i guess that conversation we had to have in terms of resigning and as you said at the very start like, we genuinely enjoyed those jobs and it's a very strange place to be to walk away from jobs that you really enjoyed. Like I've resigned of course before, but yeah. as everyone normally does, like normally you're resigning because there's like some quite strong push or pull factors. Like there was only really one factor to this. Um, so yeah, we wanted to, we wanted to make sure we documented the process, right? We want to, well, we see the podcast really building on some of the key values of, of our agency. One of them is being like transpa transparency and some vulnerability as well, which hopefully we, we, we do show over those first 14 episodes obviously we're recording pretty much a week at a time at the minute so that should scale as well right 14 15 16 um but we realized quite quickly maybe halfway through that list of recordings that the whole journey wouldn't really make sense without a kickoff episode where we could speak about ourselves first of all and some yeah. intros to us which we should probably do quite soon into a bit more about 1225 what we're hoping to achieve with 1225 and really what 1225 is and what it can do for, for, for our clients into what's next as well, because the what's next is quite, quite exciting. Yeah, absolutely. I think now's the right time to, to get on with the personal introductions. So Harry, I'll let you go first. <laughs> well, did you say to me before we started recording, Harry, I'm glad you're going first with the interest and I can copy the format. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. I'll make notes. <laughs> I feel like it's a job interview, yeah. but yeah, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll even start it like on say, hi, I'm Harry. Um, Hi, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I've been in this agency world for pretty much my entire career. So I started when I was 17. Um, didn't really know what I wanted to do for, for a job. So I went on the hunt for an apprenticeship and had some appalling interviews. Like honestly, some, of, some places were just like, some of them I was genuinely scared at. Some of them like I thought potentially and then I stumbled across a marketing agency, had no idea what SEO was, what paid media was, what websites were really. Like I'd done a bit of coding, but nothing crazy. And I walked into this, you know what it was like, but this like converted barn, big white rooms, IMAX everywhere. And it was like so clean. And I thought, oh, I really want to work here. I have no idea what they do. I have no idea what the job is I'm taking, but I really wanted that job. Turns out the job I was taking to start with wasn't quite what I'd anticipated, but from there that learning curve was very much hockey stick and fast track to, to now um have just left my role as associate director of digital which essentially was a role very focused on the operational side of an agency which is i think great exposure to, to what we're about to do so forecasting p ls um from a finance perspective through to i guess optimizing people's working days and things like that were, were very much heavily part of my role but as was the delivery side. So the teams that reported into me were the SEO team, the paid media team, the marketing automation team, the content marketing team. And I developed a very strong passion for, for all of those things. I think if we look at what we have in terms of show notes and things like that, one of the questions that we really focused in on here as well was like, why 1225 and why now? Because I think the, the motivations are like similar, but obviously different for, 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 for both of us. Um, when I first started at the first agency, again, for context for people, we worked there together. So I spent 10 years in the industry and all 10 of them have been with you. Um, 
still, still undecided on, <laughs> Which is a good thing. on what that means. Um, but back then, we very much focused on like web project, well, web development, really, into a little bit of a SaaS company as well. And the thing that I loved there was that that feeling and that power of like creating something and building something from the point where it had zero revenue upwards and then seeing that growth and then seeing new people come into the teams and also being able to like physically point at something and say like, I did that thing. So anybody in this industry knows like, if you get asked by somebody, what do you do? It's always quite a hard thing to explain. Yeah. That made it quite easy because you could point to something. And for me, I've been chasing that feeling ever since. And 1225, gives us that thing to point at, right? Like now if someone asks what we do, I mean, we could literally point to our t-shirts, yeah. but we have an office, it's a physical thing, it's a tangible thing. And I don't want to come into it too much now in terms of what 1225 is. That's probably going to be the, the, the next section of this recording. But yeah, that that creative element and being able to build something, hence the, what the name of this podcast is literally called Building, yeah. is something that is what I get out of bed for in the morning. And I'm, yeah. Well, we're in our first week in this office, but I'm very excited to, to see where it takes us. So, yeah. yeah, same question back to you. Wow, how do I follow something like that? Um, yeah, I, so I've, I went to university. I know what your feelings are on the university, having gone through the apprenticeship route. So, yeah, I'd say our journey starts kind of halfway through my journey. Mm. I was at kind of, I've done kind of... Um, worked charities um kind of councils uh, a cricket club professional sports you know agency for half my career as well um i walked into to the previous agency when i first met you a quiet 17 year old who wouldn't talk to me for about like two months <laughs> and gradually gradually you, you built up your confidence yeah. um and i kind of mind managed you to, to begin with um from that time so yeah, I, I managed you at that agency, and then I kind of followed you to, to our previous agency. Um, and yeah, weirdly, you became my boss, and obviously you, you managed basically the whole agency in essence. Um, so that agency, um, I'd always class myself as well as a generalist marketer, um, you know, kind of anything from PPC, you know, email and marketing automation and SEO. I came in as an account manager in the client services team, so talking to the clients, devising strategies, elements like that, and gradually I, I, I got, went more to SEO. Just I think it's mainly because of the agency and what they needed at the time. Um, I worked my way up to head of and led a team of 14 there. Um, and yeah, I just like the journey of organic, organic search. And I'll often, probably on, on podcasts like this, I'll probably talk more about kind of team and people because that's that's where I've really kind of mm. learned to, to really enjoy it. And I think that process, we start when when I kind of stepped up to a leadership position at the previous agency, there was three, four of us. Yeah. And we built it up to, to 14, you know, got the revenue up there. Um, and enjoying that building a team because again, at our first agency together, it was, the vibe there was so much on team. Everyone stayed back to help each other out. Just, we became one team. That's probably one of the best teams I've actually ever worked in, that yeah, environment. That. And it's something that I really want to replicate with 1225 in, as we grow. 
and like you, I think to be able to put your name on something and say mm. that you, you started that and kind of built it up. So, yeah, and also the fact that I've managed you, you've managed me. So now we've got a new dynamic <laughs> in the relationship where we're, we're co-managers yeah. and, and we kind of hold each other to account with things like our daily commitments and stuff. It's all those elements that I'm looking forward to. Plus also for me, other kickers like university friends, a cousin owns an agency as well. Everyone's doing it, you know, business. I think it's the one area I haven't actually done in my career, which is own my own business. So it's almost a case of why not? I see the opportunity with what we're looking to do. So yeah, let's go for it. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't, wasn't as bad as you set it up to. I think that, that sums everything up nicely. I do think, just want to pick up on one element that you said there, which probably does come on to like what, is 1225 but before we go into the very specifics of that i think what we really want 1225 to be is a high performing team i think if we look at the common ground that we share like a lot of it is over sport and the things that excite me about sport beyond like the tribalism of like the the teams i support or the the, the sports that i like to play is lacking at how groups of people from different backgrounds come together looking to achieve the same goal. I think anybody who's worked for me at our previous agency is probably quite grateful they don't have to listen to another yeah. Toto Wolf and Mercedes speech from, from, from me on, on how they do that. But if we can like even take like a 1% of like some of the stuff that those teams have into our own thing, into our agency, and have those common goals in terms of obviously growing our business, but really 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 focusing on like growing clients businesses and not just focusing on the the like the function of things right and really focusing on like what are we trying to achieve well we know we're trying to achieve sales let's use that as our common goal and move towards that i'm really excited to see where that takes us and when we do start hiring we know that that's going to be a big thing that we look at as well as that team element so yeah absolutely so We'll come on to 1225, what it is, how we do it, and why. Mm. But let's let's stick on sport for a bit because I think people okay. need to know this. A, I'm shocked that I have to. I've set up business with a Liverpool fan, <laughs> and B, it's the shared passion for playing golf badly yep. or not so badly in your case. Um, I'll give you that. I'm glad that's but, on the record. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. we'll yeah. clip that bit up. For <laughs> yeah. No, but um, yeah, I think it, it's it's elements like that. I think that feeds into 1225 and what mm. we are, who we are, because without those chats, playing playing golf, laughing at each other whilst playing golf, and just having these snippets of conversations, oh, we can do this, we can do that. I think that helped define and form mm. what we're doing today. Yeah. So I think it's important to, to keep that kind of sports edge. So in the podcast, you'll hear us reference when Liverpool lose a, a match and so on. Um, obviously, you don't like cricket, but we've got the Ashes going on at the minute, so you're enjoying listening oh, to the cricket. so lucky well. in the office. Oh, what do you, it, was, it was Thursday, wasn't it? You started, so yesterday, you started panicking because you'd missed the first 12 minutes of the commentary, my yeah. word. Well, you're going to have to deal with it. <laughs> so, um, right, without further ado, um, I'm going to let you take this because I think, I think it's fair to say most of this or a lot of this has been your kind of brainchild and I've helped you refine it to the point where we've got to but I'll start with the easy question what is 1225? <laughs> so first of all 
we just did intros, but I think that is a perfect intro to yourself. You are the most self-deprecating man I've ever met. No. Like, you downplay your entire career. Like, you, you touch on it for a fraction of a second. You grew a team from 4 to 14, from less than a, a mil in revenue to over, like, 130k monthly recurring revenue and things like that. They're huge achievements, and you downplay them. And to say that 1225 is a majority of one of us, I think, is completely unfair. I think what we have is hopefully a nice bone between the two of us. We are two different people. Yeah. We do have differences. And 1225 has, has hopefully found a very happy and hopefully very successful balance to those two things. But to take it back then and answer the very holistic question of what is 1225, um, we like to think of 1225 as the audience first growth marketing agency. Now, really, we can actually be even more defined and refined than that, which is 1225 is the audience first organic search agency. Um, we, for some time, as you said, you're head of SEO, but both of us really have been drawn to, to, to that side of things. And for a long time now, we've been speaking about things that are starting to come much more into the forefront of the way people are thinking about organic search, right? So to start with, if we look at our teams, we always set them up to be like three core disciplines, right? So you'd have a technical team, have a content focused team and then you'd have like a, a digital PR and outreach team and we're seeing huge need for change within all three of those but my biggest bugbear and a rant that I think you're tired of me going on was the fact that the biggest drawback to all of these isn't the individual services individual services especially things like digital PR have come under a lot of scrutiny recently and we've seen a lot of agencies pivot because of that but for me the core problem there is they're not free disciplines they are the same thing, which is all focused on optimizing organic search. And organic search can then be condensed down into a bit of a methodology, right? So we think about that as almost like a three-step process. So at 1225, if you ever work with us or if you see any of our marketing material or anything like that, we'll always focus heavily in on what we call brand category affiliation. It's very similar to brand, but my problem with brand building not I don't think there's a time or a place for it, but within the organic space is it's a bit of, it's like much of a muchness, right? It doesn't really mean anything. Brand is a good way of saying like we're gonna do this thing and we don't have to be challenged on the implications of that. Does it work, does it not? So we speak a lot about brand category affiliation. So brand category affiliation to me is more easily measured. So if you think about a particular category, right? So I'm a big fan of, of watches, right? So if you think about luxury Rolexes, uh, luxury Rolex, think about lu luxury watches, and I said to you, name free watch brands. We know that Rolex is gonna be in one of those. So they have heavy brand category affiliation. But to me, that can be measured. We can use things like Google Search Console to look at our impressions for our client's brand going up around a particular category. That becomes a lot more measurable. So if you think about it as a funnel, top of the funnel is brand category affiliation. We then move into, well, are we getting engaged visitors from within our buyer personas? That's like the middle part of the funnel. Into, is all of that work driving actionable things that can be measured? So I'm not talking about like direct attributions to these things, but is this activity over a time period having a positive, I guess, implication on visibility, on rankings, therefore onto traffic and therefore onto the bottom line? And we've been speaking about that for so long. And one of my biggest frustrations, if I really think about it now, is that we didn't come to market with this so much sooner. We're seeing more agencies pivot to this way of thinking. I think pivoting to that way of thinking and then actually delivering on that are, are very different. But we also kind of 
saw this coming and could have got ahead of it, right? Like Google has just released in the last couple of months um, SG, so Search Generative Experience. And all of that is designed around those kind of core principles that we've just been talking about. So that's kind of hopefully answered the question as to what, what 1225 is. It's the audience first growth marketing agency, or as of right now, very specifically, the audience first organic search agency. The, the thing moving on from that is, I guess, like the, okay, that's great. A lot of nice words there, but how do you do it? And this is where I think our real USP comes in, in terms of our experience. I don't think there are many people within the space who can say combined, well, I can get a 25 years experience just between two people, right? So we're gonna be starting hiring soon, for example, so that level of experience is gonna grow. But between you and I, we've been doing this for so long and seen so much of what works and also what doesn't work that we have, a very good, I'd say, framework that's allowed us to make organic growth very systematic. So again, if anybody has worked with me in the past, they'll know that I hate the word process. I will say I've become much more aligned with process on the operational front, which previous managers take a great deal of pride in I guess, laughing at me now when I have to backtrack on some of this stuff. Um, but from a delivery perspective, I think process can have some very negative implications on creativity and things like that. But we're big believers in frameworks actually fuel and enhance the, the, the creative element. So I would say the how we do it is combining that 25 years experience with what works, what doesn't work to create some very, very strong and detailed frameworks for success, which allows us to make that growth systematic. And I think what's really big for both of us, and please tell me if you disagree with this, but is it's all defined on like kind of like pillars that will stand the test of time, right? Like start by focusing in on who is your audience? What are their wants, their needs, their desires, their dislikes, and what does our solution do for them? And then build your entire marketing plan around that. And the way we do that is through topic clustering. And what I love about this is we're coming to the market now saying we're this new shiny thing, but we're talking about topic clusters. Topic clusters have been around yeah. forever. They're not new. Like, yeah, the way that you start to understand those clusters is totally different, right? Like, for example, we're sat here now, cameras on us, recording a <laughs> podcast. That wasn't really a way to distribute content maybe 10 years ago. So some of that is changing, but the core pillars of understanding the buyer's journey, what the, the potential customers want within that journey, and then distributing content out in a format that they want, that's never going to change, never has changed, never will change, even with the forefront of AI. So that's a very long way of me saying 1225 is the audience first growth marketing agency who believe that they have made growth, organic growth, systematic, free, proven frameworks. Perfectly. What do you think up. about that? I yeah, think, not bad. yeah, no, that's a great sum up. <laughs> I think you mentioned it briefly as well. Like, obviously, we're at the kind of advent of AI and it's obviously taking on a lot more of a role in, in copywriting. Mm. Lots of people are scared about it. Lots of people are saying, oh, we can scale lots of content and stuff. We're not saying, like for our marketing efforts and stuff, we're not ever gonna say like AI is rubbish and all of this, like don't Definitely use it. Not. It's gonna destroy everything. We're not, we're, we know that our frameworks allow us to use it to aid us 100%. Make it, you know, make processes quicker, potentially, as well. But we still need that human, like, brain power behind it 
because people buy from people. You say this <laughs> millions of times, and it's so true. People buy from people throughout the customer journey. Um, so to have your content written by AI, it's nowhere near as good as kind of humans. We can help it speed up what humans mm. write and how they write it. But yeah, it's, it's, it's all about balance for me. And this is something that I've started to learn like between me and you, like you said yeah. earlier on in this podcast, it's a balance. We take on different kind of roles naturally, just mm. for our skills, but with our content and our frameworks, like there's gonna be a balance between humans and a little bit of AI supporting. And also more than anything, like with agencies, it's crucial. It's not just the agency doing the work, it's clients as well. So there's gotta be a balance stroke Struck, struck, struck. Yeah, struck, struck between the two um, across all of those areas. It's all about balance and it's about finding that balance. And that's what I think our frameworks allow everyone and every process in that to be yeah. put together. I think there's two things on that that are to just pull out. I think one of which is, yeah, I agree. Like, of course, we're embracing the efficiencies that AI brings us. Like, Mando, for example, I was writing some formulas with the help of a chat GPT and things like that. Like, so we're definitely not saying, Oh my God, this scary thing. Shy but you also it. had to get an expert there. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly that, which was I could get so far, but unless you have full context and full understanding, you can't always get over the line. So it needed human intervention, right? And I think what we're really talking about is, of course, AI is going to help us in a bunch of different ways. But real world lived experiences, people buying from people is always going to be there. That's why we're seeing the rise of things like TikTok, right? Yes, you have the virality of it, but ultimately they're lived experiences. So when people are searching for restaurants and things like that now, jump on TikTok and you can see exactly what that experience is like. That is people literally buying from people. So that, that's 12.25, but we've referenced it a few times now. We're sat in front of these cameras, we're recording, we're talking. And that's because we also have this podcast, which is called Building. So I did the what is 12.25. So I think, Brendan, you can answer the question. We're recording, we have this podcast, Building. What should people expect from Building? I think it's a transparent look. Um, I think that's the first and foremost. We've learned on the job, mm. which is organic search. Anyone working in SEO has to start somewhere. And I've maintained the best way to get ahead is just by doing it, just by learning. So you will see when you listen back to episode one, like, oh yeah, these guys didn't know <laughs> a thing about what they were doing. So. It was very wooden, very kind of like bitty and stuff like that. Now it's a bit more free-flowing and it will get better. Plus, we, we mentioned it in episode four, but um, you'll, you'll notice certain stats about podcasts as well. I've realised we're at episode zero, so I'll save that for episode four. Um, but yeah, so it's a, just a transparent look. We're, we're going to be talking about it. You'll notice we've made mistakes on our journey and kind of like talk through it. I won't mention the target account list, for instance, but it's things like that. It's just a viewpoint of, we're not saying this is how you do it. We're not saying no. this is how we scale. This is almost like a, a journal so that other people can learn from the opportunities that we found or like the mistakes that we made. But also it's, it's, it's meant to be lighthearted. It's kind of like a, a coffee chat. That's why we're kind of doing this, having a conversation. Um, we'll talk at sport occasionally, big moments as well, like uh, mm. I'm sure golf is referenced a number Quite of times a bit, yeah. and performance in that front. But um, we will try and get this podcast kind of to follow a similar structure each time. Um, so we'll give status updates, what we've been doing, um, kind of how we've got on with that. 
Um, we've got a building segment, which is kind of more kind of operational elements for the agency as well. Yeah. Bits that we haven't come across. Yeah, or like again. we we within that, like you say, like the big thing that we want to get across is is transparency. And a good friend of mine the other day actually said to me, he was like, the thing that he had to kind of learn over time was there isn't one single way. And what we're showing is a way of doing things. Doesn't mean it's the right way, doesn't mean it's the wrong way, it's just a way. And the, the building section allows us to come together and either reflect on a decision we've made within that week or talk about something that we haven't had a chance to talk about yet. So sometimes we have no idea what the other person thinks about something. Um, so, so, so that's that's that side of things. I really enjoy that. I think the other thing yeah. that we haven't given some context to, sorry to jump in and I there's some more sections yeah, within, the, within the podcast is like, we speak about our working relationship, but like we're also very close friends. Yeah. So like this allows us to reflect on everything that's happened within that week, how we're feeling, if we're still friends, if we're not. <laughs> um, and yeah, like it is hopefully much less of a corporate look at things and just a true real look at two people who have known each other for a long time um, trying to ironically build something. Yeah, um, exactly. I, I like that point though, because lots of people have said to me, oh, you sure you want to go into business with yeah, your mate? Because what happens if it all goes wrong? It's like, yeah, I understand that. And it, it may do, and, but I think we've, we're in that unique position. We're, we're, yes, we are mates, but we've both been each other's boss yeah. at one point. Yeah, we piss each other off at times, but you reflect on it, and sometimes some of the feedback you've given me at times, I've reacted like emotionally and been like, "Fuck it," you know, all, all of that. Yeah, but yeah. then I reflect on it and it's like, actually, yeah, that's right. And it's just about being adults at the end of the day. And also, we're quite happy to keep work to work and golf to golf. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, um, we've got a couple of other segments as well. This podcast is going to talk through. Bringing a topic to the table is my favourite segment. It's literally five minutes on the soapbox, topic of your choice, or sometimes mm. we have a couple of ideas and the other person gets to choose. I think you're probably leaning more towards kind of industry trends and kind of opinions on that front. But I really want to make that kind of topic to the table section for me about team building, kind of the process around people, driving it, um, kind of I talked about kind of a confidence crisis in in SEO yeah. teams. And I think that's an industry-wide issue. And it's a scourge of the industry. Because these people need to know how good they are at their job. Now, I know what you might say about me and kind of how the, what's that word? Self-deprecating. Thank you, that's the word. But I think that's different. I think I've got confidence when I'm actually doing the work and kind of talking mm. to clients. But when I talk about myself, I don't care too much. Um, so that's what we'll kind of talk about in, in that segment. Um, and then finally, weekly commitments. We have daily commitments whilst we're working, but weekly commitments, it's, if it's recorded and it's live and it goes out to the, to the world, we're going to try and get them done. It doesn't mean that we get everything done, but we talk about it, explain yeah. why. It's just a bit of justification. Some, some things are unseen and so on. So that's the format of the podcast. Like I said, we've recorded 14 episodes already. Yeah. So there's a, a large chunk to go through that will kind of detail a journey to this point. Then eventually in, in three months time, once we've got through those uh, episodes, we will we'll obviously have more episodes to fill. So um, it will evolve, it will get better. I mean, we'll get a proper yeah. podcast editor, proper equipment, all of that. I mean, again, being do, recorded. Do you know what you so. could say? Go on. You could say it would continue building. 
continue building. Yeah, I like yeah, that. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so um, perfect. That brings us up to the final segment of our podcast show notes, which is, so what's next? Big question. Um, and there's two ways you can look at that. I think you can look more holistically. Like, undecided if we keep this line in or not. So just uh, just <laughs> marking that just in case. But yeah. ultimately, we want to grow one of the fastest growing organic search agencies in the country. We're very ambitious about what we want to achieve. That's interesting. You said organic search. We could expand. I think we will expand, but I think it's important to understand where that initial growth is going to come yeah. from. And right now we want to work with clients on organic search. We see that landscape right now probably going through the biggest industry shifts it's seen probably in my career. Like, you are a bit older than me, so like, you're probably around for like those. What, what makes you say that? I, I know you can't tell from looking, but like, yeah. um, like you probably like experience like the, the penguin updates and all, and all those kind yes. of things, which, which I didn't in my career, but like this is a huge industry shift. And I think right now, I really want to be at the forefront about helping clients navigate those, those waters. Um, but I think more practically, what's next is a recording on a Friday. Um, George, to his credit, said he's going to be editing some of this over, over the weekend. So the early next week, likely Wednesday, we're going to be up running, announcing 1225 to the, to the world. And then from there, moving on to hopefully one of our favorite bits, which is hiring. We have hiring plans from pretty much week, well, launch week one. Like, obviously, that's like month 3.5 in, uh, in terms of how long we've been working on this. But yeah, moving into hiring. And I'm based on everything that we said around like your, your I guess, desires in terms of team building and really some of the foundations that we've built 1225 upon, like seeing how that marries up to, to people and going through that recruitment process, I'm, I'm really looking forward to. So what's next? More people, more clients, more growth. Absolutely. I'm not going to add anything to that. I think you've summed it up perfectly. Um, so yeah, I think... Like, like down the camera for this one. Well, okay, fine, that puts pressure on that. Um, so we have an outro, again, it's golf themed because sometimes on a Friday we record this after work and then it's time for the golf course, isn't it? So um, we always start golf with this line, but we always end the podcast with this line and that is swing well, putt true. Nice. Nice, nice. 